This is episode 8, How to Round Off 2017 and Step into 2018. Welcome to the Wellness Project podcast with Claire Obeyed. I'm a life and wellness coach, yoga teacher, EFT practitioner, and meditation guide. And most importantly, I'm a mama. And I'm here to support you to free your mind, fuel your body, and feed your soul as we journey into the project of your own wellness. From meditation, yoga, spirituality, and health to well being, mindset, conscious living, and conscious parenting, I dive into it all. Featuring moments of contemplation mixed with inspired action and handy takeaways, you will feel inspired and motivated, ready to cultivate new habits, rituals, and tools for your wellness journey. With mini meditation sessions to support you in cultivating inner stillness, connection, and clarity and special co-hosted episodes and interviews to answer your questions. The Wellness Project podcast has you covered. Hey guys, welcome to episode 8. Can you believe it that as I'm recording this, it is Friday the 24th of November. This year has actually flown by for me and it's terrifying. Every year is doing that and I'm sure you're feeling the same. So it's no surprise to me that I've started to receive this question a lot. I had a particular reader or a follower in my tribe sent me a question via Instagram that said, Claire, I would love to hear how you round off your year and how you prepare to step into the new one. And I think that that is a wicked question because there are so many different ways that you can do this. And the way that I'm going to share with you today is simply the refined process that I've come up with over the years and the one that feels the most supportive and intuitive and structured without creating restriction and without, how do I say this, without making me feel boxed in and limited. So I'd like to start here by saying that it is simply just a ticking over of time, isn't it? So we get to New Year's, we celebrate, 1st of January rolls around and it is another day. I do think it's really important that we don't put too much intensity around quote unquote the new year and new year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff because oh God, it can, it can really create a lot of pressure and anxiety for a lot of us that we have to have had achieved something grand with such magnitude and something so explosive in our year and that when we reach that point as the year ticks over that we only feel full of pride and joy and happiness and congratulating ourselves and patting ourselves on the back and we all know that's just not the case and it also creates pressure that the year ahead is going to be joyful and amazing and perfect and we're going to fix all the problems that we experienced last year or delete them completely and everything is going to be much better. And again, we all know we don't really know what's coming, right? Well, at least I don't. I'm pregnant at the moment, 20 weeks pregnant, so I know that come April there will be a new addition in my life, in my family's life. There will be a whole new set of skills to learn, a whole new orchestration, lifestyle juggle, planning, reorganizing, all of that sort of stuff. But I don't really know what else. And I don't really want to know, to be honest, because I don't really think you can prepare for everything. You can't at least prepare for how you're going to feel, right? You have no idea. So I think it's really important that we take the pressure off. 
But having said all that, I am a huge fan of ritual. I am a huge fan of the sacredness of reflection and the importance of planning and intention setting. I think it's really, really important because we, you know, we, we do need some direction, but we also do need to learn and soak up the wisdom of our experience and reflect. So what I'm going to share with you is what I do that I feel really satisfies those needs, but does so without the pressure that I spoke about before. And this is a practice that perhaps you'd like to take some notes around because it might really resonate with you the way that I particularly reflect and round off the year and how I prepare and set intentions for the year ahead. So basically, this is how I start. I usually start with a letter writing exercise. I simply write myself a letter reflecting on the year that has been. And I kind of, throughout my journaling experience, of the year, there are a lot of moments where I do something quite similar. Usually around every three months, I might sit down and reflect and ponder. And that really helps me to be a little bit more conscious about what I'm trying to create for the next three months or six months. So I often will have a lot of references within my journal, but usually it's just a free flow anyway. I might not necessarily sit down and read back over my notes. So I will write this letter and it will just provide it's almost like a download of what has unfolded in this year and it really tends to siphon into and down into the emotions and the feelings that I felt and I find that it's a really beautiful practice because it makes me kind of feel like I'm creating closure and I'm stealing off the year but at the same time I'm watching and I'm observing what has unfolded and I'm witnessing that year with a little bit more separation and I can really get some clarity around what I was feeling and what I experienced and perhaps the lessons that I was meant to learn and that perhaps I have already learnt, if not already. So once this letter writing experience has done, I'll be a bit more specific in my journaling or even in my meditation practice where I will ask myself, what worked for you? What were the highlights this year? What brought you joy? What are you proud of? And those questions will then move into what challenges did you face? Where do you feel like you were out of alignment? Where do you feel like you got a little lost? Why do you think you made those decisions? So I really spent some time coaching myself, I guess, in my reflection process. I ask myself the questions that I would ask somebody in a coaching session. So these questions really allow me to pull back and to not get caught up in the emotion of the experiences of the year that I've had, but to actually review it. That's essentially what I'm doing. And I'm trying to learn from that year. And I'm also honoring it. This is a really important part of the ritual I was talking about. I'm also honoring the year, the stuff that unfolded, the things that happened that I planned and I'm really excited about, the things that happened that were unplanned and that you know, threw me off course for a while. And that honoring process is a really important part of healing. And that healing is important to step into the next year as well, because nothing ever happens perfectly. We know that nothing ever happens to plan because we also know, and I hope you feel this, that our plans don't always relate to what is for our highest good. 
and our plans might not always be exactly what brings us into alignment. So sometimes we get deviated out of our plans and out of our dreams because we're meant to and everything happens just as it's supposed to. So that honoring process is really important here, the reflection and the reviewing. Now you can do this in any way that you like. I love to write, I love to journal. Sometimes I might even record myself talking on like a voice memo on my phone because sometimes chatting an app, it really helps. Or even just connect with a soul sister or a friend who you can chat this stuff through. Or maybe you sit in meditation and you just allow yourself to playfully dance in those memories and just learn whatever you need to learn. So that's the review and reflection process for me. What I then do is ask two really important questions. How do I want to feel moving into the next year? And if the next year is too intense, just say the next little while, the next period, the next season, the next three months. Break it down in a way that really sits well with you. And the other question that I love to ask is how do I not want to feel? Often this second question, I need to ask myself this first. Sometimes I will ask myself, how do I want to feel? And I might be a little numb. I'm not quite sure how to pinpoint the feelings that I want to embody in the coming year, the experiences that I want to have. Sometimes I I can't quite get the vision. For some reason, I'm a little blocked. But when I'm clear about what I don't want to feel and what I don't want to experience, I very quickly from there, I'm able to trampoline myself into the feelings I do want to have. I can kind of catapult into them because the feelings I don't want to have, the experiences I don't want to have, they're raw, they're real, and they're very strong for me. Then when I come to the feelings I do want to have, it's like, oh yes, definitely. Now, a little thing to highlight here and make sure it's very clear. Please do not hang out in the thoughts and in the energy of what you don't want to feel and what you don't want to experience for too long. See it simply as an education process. See it simply as a quick review and a learning and a reference point and then get out of that space. Because from a manifestation perspective, your energy and your thoughts ultimately become your reality. Now, that doesn't mean that as soon as you have a thought, it's instantly going to happen, but you don't want to hang out in the negativity of what you don't want to feel and what you don't want to experience because the universe doesn't understand the difference between yes to this and no to that. It's simply just an exchange of energy, an exchange of vibration. It is just literally sensing and feeling into what you're putting out there and bringing the same back. So that is a separate conversation. We could talk about manifestation separately, but it is really important that you allow yourself to just see it as an education process. Okay, so I definitely do not want to feel again lost or confused or out of alignment or used and abused. Whatever it is, don't go into the story. You've done that reflective process. You know your story, but you are not your story. Just allow yourself to then bounce into the opposite to that, the other feeling you want to have, the other experience you want to have and move forward from there. 
So then this is my next favorite part of the experience. You've asked yourself what you want to feel. You've asked yourself what you don't want to feel and you've got some clarity around that. This second letter writing experience is kind of transporting you into the future to some degree. It's time now for you to write yourself a letter about the life you want to create, the feelings you want to have, the story that you see unfold. You can write that in present tense or you can write it from your future self, whichever one works best. But really allowing yourself to tell the story, to create a picture of what it is that you want to see unfold in your life. It's kind of like your goals and your intentions. Here you are consciously creating what you wish to happen for yourself. You are writing out a new story and you can be as colorful and descriptive as you like. And it might sound something like this. In the first three months of 2018, I feel ecstatic and overwhelmed with the abundance that I'm receiving, both in my business and in my home life and with all of my relationships. My business is, you can finish that sentence, my relationship is now flourishing and I'm feeling so good in my body. I am in love with my life. I'm obviously being very flowery and descriptive and colorful here just to give you an idea of what I mean. And it's okay if that letter does also slip into what you don't want to feel and what you don't want to experience. Again, just see that as a reminder and an education process and a little nudge for where you do want to go. From this letter, I will then create a list of what I call intentions. They're not strict goals and they're not rigid and they're not overly structured, but they're based on these feelings. They're based on this story that I have painted. They're based on this co-creative conscious process that I am doing with the universe that we're doing in tandem together. Now those intentions need to be positive and present tense. So affirmative language that talks about it in the here and now that communicates to the universe vibrationally and emotionally that this is what I want and it's already happened. You are acting as if it already is. So I hope that makes sense so far because you're creating your own list of affirmations essentially, but the affirmations you're creating and that you have whittled down to is often really massive reflective and educational process, a process where you have reviewed your year and where you've actually sat with what you want to feel and where you've sat with what you don't want to feel. So it's not just pulling stuff out of the air because you think, oh, that would be nice to have. It's really aligned with your truth and perhaps what your soul is calling forth at that particular time. Now, for those of you that love structure, and yes, I do actually love structure as well, at this point, I think it's really healthy and beneficial to set some more structured goals. So maybe this is related to your work life or your business or the next steps with your family, but you might start setting three months, six months, nine months, 10 months, 12 month goals. I don't know why I said 10 months, but you get me. (laughs) So that might feel really good for you at that point, because maybe you need to have a little bit of a plan and there's nothing wrong with a plan, 
but you're not moving into the year with pressure and expectation placed on this structure because you have to be willing to move the goalpost. You have to be willing to say, okay, so this is what I was aiming for by March and these things have happened that have prevented that and I'm okay with that because I can see why it's happened. That goal still feels really positive and aligned for me. So I'm simply going to move the goalpost. You have to be able to do that. Otherwise, you are going to get buried under your own expectations. And if you haven't listened, flip back to one of my earlier episodes where I chat about how your expectations can be your undoing. So that's a really important component. And it's also a really important component to be able to delete and let go of a goal or an intention because you've come to realize it's not aligned with you anymore. And trust me, I know a lot about that. I've done that multiple times over the last two to three years. To give you a personal example, earlier in the year, I was really excited to be starting my doTERRA business. I wasn't even three to four months into this business when I fell pregnant. A slightly unplanned pregnancy, but a very, very welcome one. And it's made me reassess a lot of things. It's made me sit down and ask the question, where does this fit for me now? Do I still feel passionately towards this goal? Do I still feel that it's aligned right now? Do I still want to pursue it right now? And the answer is actually no. Right now I can see a different vision unfolding. The next stage of motherhood, a different season and a whole new level of up-leveling and learning. So because of that, that goal has been sidelined and moved for a while. It doesn't mean it's over. It just means for now, that's where I'm at. So I'm sharing that with you because I hope that you feel open and prepared and ready to continuously throughout your year reassess where you're at, review those intentions that you create and review those goals and that structure. You have to be flexible. Your soul is not set to linear time. Your soul is not set to a structure. Your soul will respond to the moment as do you need to. That's a really important part of this. So I hope that that helps to answer that question about how to round off 2017 and prepare for 2018. And I would love, of course, to hear from you and how you particularly do this process. Because I know, like I said at the beginning, there are so many different ways that people do this. Daniel Laporte's Desire Map has greatly influenced me. And I know that there are so many other different processes out there as well. So please do feel free to comment and share how you do this process. And I hope that what I have shared has enlightened you and perhaps given you some extra tools to doing this process for yourself. So I wish you a beautiful, beautiful day, night, wherever you are in the world, whatever it is that you're doing. And I wish you a fantastic end to the year and a glorious, glorious way forward into 2018. Beautiful people, thank you so much for listening. I just wanted to leave you with one suggestion. If you are interested in getting really clear about your intentions and your desires, I have a fantastic resource called the Inspired Ebook, a DIY retreat guide to distill your dreams and clarify your vision. You can find that over on my website at clarabay.com/shop. 
and it's there for you to review and to check out. It is a beautiful, beautiful mashup of how-tos, different tools, self-care and self-love tips. And it really allows you to retreat and to create some space in your life so you can do that reviewing work, that reflection work, and that intention setting and envisioning work that is so important at this time of year. So do check it out. And if you have any questions, feel free to get in touch. Thanks. Bye.